When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for a really great future. We're talking real money. You know, I try not to look at what the stock market does, but you know how when you're driving down the highway and you see all those lights and the fire trucks and the ambulances and all of that, and you turn and look because you can't help but look at at an unmitigated disaster which is kind of what the stock market was this week again. But that's it. Maybe it was too good before. We don't know. We just don't know. But wow. Wow. What a dizzying week. We got back to break even, Tom. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then it went down 7%. The, I'm not talking about the Dow. I'm talking about the S&P because I hate the dumb Dow. And now it's down like for the year about 5%. It is, the S and P five hundred is now down five percent for the year. But for the year. Um, it's crazy. The show is supposed to be about you listening, so we want to give the numbers so people. Oh, can call okay, us I can do questions. that. I'm sorry, I was just all caught up in the in the car wreck analogy, which, which is a very good one, by the way. Are, the 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 rubberneckers, yeah, there's cause the problems. Most there's of the time. fewer of those thanks to COVID. That's true. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Please don't call while driving. We don't want you to be someone that ends up being looked at along the way. Well, you can we, people call from their cars all the time. Yeah, but pull over. It's safer. All right. Okay. Well, at anyway, least don't hold you, it. Don't hold knowledge. it in your hand. The the thing is, it, with when it comes to the stock markets, it's okay to look. The bad news is if you slow down or you change lanes, that's when the trouble oh, starts. Oh, that's an even better analogy. You took mine. Spent and, all morning on that. You took yeah. mine and trumped it, <laughs> so to speak. So, yeah. So because <laughs> if you watch this If day you to tweet day, it, then you trumped it. Yeah, exactly. If you watch this every day, yeah. we've had clients who've done this. We've had to fire them. Mm-hmm. But if you watch this every day, it will eat you alive because you'll be trying to figure out why is this happening? And the reality is no one knows day to day why this is happening. And, and, and some the, the biggest explanation, I know this sounds like a smart guy. There's more sellers than buyers when no, the market goes up. That is a, a smart okay. guy. Well, let me give you another uh, one. Let me give you another one. Yeah. The market is, you know, anticipating what the world will look like in six months versus the economy is today. Because a lot of people say, hey, everybody's out of work. All this horrible. Why is the market up? Well, because the market's anticipating a V-shaped recovery, I guess. And then Thursday, it <laughs> exactly. says, well, I, I mean, I, and then Thursday, it says, ah, it might be a little more U-shaped than V-shaped. Oh, hedge my bets. Hertz might not recover. War. Chesapeake Energy may have trouble. Whatever stock might be difficult. Uh, maybe I'm seeing a W now. I don't know. Maybe it's not a V anymore. Maybe it's a W. Uh, but I wanted, I, I beg to differ, though, with something you say that nobody will can tell you what the market why the market's doing what it's doing. No, there are a lot of people who will tell you that. They'll tell you that after it already did what it did. 
Indeed. It's impossible to tell you what the market's going to do before it does it. And yet, and yet, so many of you, too many of you, particularly those of you under, I don't know, like 50, 40, 30. 30. Yeah. The average age at Robin Hood is 31. Okay, it's under 40. 31. Yeah, under 40. Under 40. It tends to be more male. Right. No offense to our gender, because we do make some Um, sort of. It's, it's. Irrational there's decisions. a name there's a name for it it's called <laughs> testosterone yeah yeah and here's the thing here's what i see happening um a lot of you in that and by the way you can call us and tell us your hot stock pick and we'll we'll be glad to talk about it or why you think you can trade your way to nirvana mm-hmm. or how you think we're old fashioned because we, we just are. own the market and you're making whatever whatever percent with your you know money you got from the federal government because many of you, of those younger people that have done that, you know, these are people that watch sports. There's no sports to watch. These are people that bet on sports. There's, <laughs> there's really no not very many to sports bet to bet. And so they're like, well, wait a minute. There's that other thing. It's still running. It's called the stock market. I can bet on that Woo! all day, and every day. that's exactly what people are doing. Like yeah, crazy. Shocking. Yeah, and we're scary. making it easier. Partial shares you can buy, you know, because you can't afford Amazon at twenty three hundred a share, whatever it is. Uh, trading without any cost, mm-hmm. uh, being part of a community where they tell you, "Oh, you really got to be in on Chesapeake Energy or Hertz or whatever it is." Inexpensive it's, margin, exactly. Borrowing money is really cheap, so now you can leverage your way to wealth instead of just buying a thousand dollars worth of stock. You can buy two. Thousand dollars worth of stock and double your appreciation potential, forgetting that you can uh, dramatically. And as a matter of fact, if you borrow on margin, you can take your loss to absolutely nothing plus. You can lose yeah. more than your initial investment. It's not like commodities where yeah. you can only lose your investment no. and nothing more. You but can lose in it In this case, all. you can. Yeah. So let's talk about that, about day trading, about the markets, about what you need to do and why you do what you do with your dough. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Your life is driven by, fueled by, and does require money. You got to have it. If you think you can get by without it, well, I hope you enjoy living off the land because that's about the only way you're going to do it on some sort of a subsistence existence in a cave somewhere. Which is where you are. But again, um, you could barter. You're in a hangar. become big again. Well, that's true. Barters become big again. So you could barter. I did not know barter had become big again. Yeah, well, part of the, the one of the things that's happened with the, the virus, people are bartering more because they haven't been able to sell as much. See, I, so. I don't get out, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You're still in your cave. Give us a call here. I'm in my cave living off the land. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. By the way, you talking about Hertz. You mentioned Hertz. Hertz oh, was... Gosh, can't help it. Hertz was one of those stocks that the goofs were playing... Um, really recently when it was down below a dollar a share 
41 cents. Yeah, and that was, let's see, when was that? That was just the uh, May. Yeah, that was just at the end of May, May 25th. Yep. It closed at 55 cents a share. And then some people bought that on a lark. And if you were brilliant, brilliant, and you sold out on the 8th of June... Don't tell me $5.53. You gosh, you got it. That was the high. But My whole retirement portfolio. If you were one of the people who said, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wait, it's still cheap. It, you know, went down the next day to like $4 and then it went down to two fifty, and you're like, oh, oh that's still cheap. Uh-oh. Do you know yesterday, just yesterday, one day, th- this, I, this shocked me. Hertz stock dr- cl- closed the day. 30% lower than it started the day. 265 on the close. Just right? one day. It opened yesterday at, uh, let me put the price up. I was pulling up percentages here. It opened at about $3.28 and closed at 260 and change. Yeah. This is pure speculation. This is not investing. Uh, Jason Zweig wrote a great, if you, if you or somebody believes in trading your way to wealth, you think you found some system. You think you found a guru. There's a guy online that I watched his uh, his Twitter, the, his tweet the other day, and he's talking about how much smarter he is than Warren oh, Buffett. Oh, that guy. Or, I or, used uh, him in uh, yesterday's uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's really smart. But if, yeah. you, if you believe that, there's a couple of facts you should consider. Ooh, I love Just facts. facts. I love facts. I know. You tell me. No, I, I love know. facts. Well, uh, in my podcast this week, I mentioned that there was this period of time in the ancient Times going back like 20-odd years where day trading was big. It was called the late 1990s. Okay, wait. Wait. Okay. Way back yeah. then? Yeah. Way back then. Do you know that these people who are day trading today yeah. were probably like 10 to 15 years old then? Exactly. And paying attention to maybe girls? Maybe? Maybe. Yeah. And not a whole lot else. So after all of that, when people said, this is easy, you have a system, you put it in place, you make a lot of money, or you read whatever, whatever the reason. They they looked at how people actually did as day traders. You remember this? Oh, I did. Because there were people selling day trading systems for thousands of dollars. It was. They still are. I'm still shocked. But they ended up, the number of people that end up. Making money is, you'd have to say, a random event. Oh, it is, because the Brazilians, a couple of Brazilian universities recently did a study, and they found that of those who traded for more than a week, most people give it up. Of those who traded more than a week, only 10%, 10 10% made money. That's all. There you go. Yeah. You got, there's all kinds of, and by the way, even the guy, the smart guy with the tweet and the article I read at the end. The of guy the from said, Barstool yeah, actually, Sports. Yeah, I'm actually underwater, et cetera. I had a couple yeah. of good trades and it hasn't worked out. And, you know, turns out Warren Buffett, Probably. kind of a longer track record. And Jason Zweig makes the absolute great point because he compares the trading here to the casino, right? Which a lot of people do with stocks. It's a, it's a bet, right? Turns out in the casinos, the longer you're there, the more likely it is the house is going to take some or all of your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to investing in stocks, the longer you're there and the better, you know, sort of spread out diversified philosophy, the odds are on your side, not the house's side. Yep. Isn't that interesting? There is a way yep. to beat the stock market. It's yep. just not the way you think. And it's actually 
a whole lot easier. 855-935-TALK is our number. If you're thinking about trying to beat the market, call us before you do it, please. You'll be happy you did. Quan, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh, hi. Hey, Quan. Thanks for taking my call. Hey. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. You hear me? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, (laughs) Sorry. I have a question, okay? Um, And you guys do uh, uh, a great job. Thank you. Um, Thank you. um, I uh, recently, um, actually, I own the share, the group hub. But recently, um, it looked like a group hub, like uh, have a proposal from outside country company to take over okay what's the can you so give me the name I, of that you you own you own what group what a, a, a group hub the food delivery company oh so, grubhub uh, group grubhub yeah yeah oh, yeah grubhub. yeah yeah there's the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there's the merger with the european company yeah 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 so um um I own, yeah, I own share. I never have that kind of experience before, you know, the company took over or, or bought by some, some other company. So in this position, uh, what should I do? Should I just hold it or wait until they finish the deal? Or I, I, I have no idea. I need well, let me see if I, because guidance. I do, I do not believe that there is a deal that is absolutely certain um yeah i mean and the reason they did the deal supposedly with this european consortium is they didn't think they could get a deal done with doordash due to regulation that would be too big yeah. too dominant and federal regulators would say no so in this case they went to somebody else they're merging in with them um and i believe it's a uh you get a, that's why i was looking to see a if it's a stock, stock, stock i think it's it is a stock deal i don't think it's a cash deal Quan. so um, I mean, I guess at the end of the day for me, before Don even gives you his answer, my answer is this. If you believe that home delivery of food of, uh, of uh, restaurants is something that's going to continue to flourish in the years ahead, then I wouldn't see any reason to make the change, no matter what the structure was with this new firm you're going into business with. As you know, we don't believe in individual companies or to believe in sectors or any of the rest of this, that we think you should own all of them. So, therefore, if this was a part of your portfolio, it should be a very small part. Well, let me give you a couple of things, Quan, real quickly. One, the deal is valued at $75 a share. However, Grubhub is still trading at 60 That tells you how much faith the market has in this deal. Not a great deal. The other thing is, this is a dog eat dog business the food delivery business because it's kind of easy to get into it has a low bar of entry um i'd be really tempted uh, really tempted just to take my money and run take your meal and diversify take your meal and you know as takeout most of you get really bad investing advice but it's not your fault the fault lies with a broken business model that dates back more than a hundred years and some misguided investing attitudes if you're ready to start investing and stop playing with your money you need to find a way to bypass bad brokers and find full-time fiduciaries which just happens to be the name of our next free online class july 1st at 8 a.m is your financial advisor always required to act in your best interest are you paying them huge commissions if you have a fee-based advisor do you know how much they charge 
charge, and is it fair? Do you have a hodgepodge portfolio made up of a variety of hot tips and changing strategies? These are just part of what you'll learn during our Zoom class. Bypass bad brokers and find full-time fiduciaries. Register now at TalkingRealMoney.com. In addition to banishing bad brokers, we'll tell you exactly what you need to look for in a 100% fiduciary advisor. Save your spot at Bypass Bad Brokers and find full-time fiduciaries at TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on the Events button. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. The food delivery service kind of reminds me of the dot-com. Speaking of the 90s, it's like in the 90s, every internet business idea had tremendous potential, and there were lots of people using them, lots of eyeballs, but there was still the issue of monetizing the eyeballs. And one company's really done well with all that, and a lot I of just, others have uh, not. Only one, only really one springs to mind. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's done very well. Right. No question. And let me just state that it's very likely that a food, del- because it, it is an idea that makes sense. Um, yeah. it, I, we do love the convenience. I do. I love getting stuff from DoorDash. I really, I love getting all the, di- and I don't have to leave. It's nice. Although I want to leave now, but I'm not going to. But I, which one of these, or is it some other that is going to survive? I mean, this company, Just Eat Takeaway, which is the dumbest name I've ever heard. The, the Dutch firm Don't that's know. buying Grubhub. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is, okay. Just eat takeaway. <laughs> it's just, it sounds like I'd a bad name. Yeah. I just for a restaurant, uh, but they're spending seven billion dollars worth of stock. I, mean, I don't even understand how they can have a seven billion dollar market cap. Uh, but th- th- this deal's worth seven billion dollars. This, these numbers are stupidly high. Somebody's well, going to win. And, and I just do don't you, know which one. But, yeah, let's go back to. I mean, fundamentally, mm-hmm. right? The fundament. If you were, if you're an investor, I mean, because if you buy a share of Microsoft, they own a lot of software. There's a lot of stuff there that that's proprietarily theirs, right? Not sure you could say the same with a Grubhub. Because the employees aren't even employees, right? No, there's no asset value to those. There's no, there's not, there's nothing. There. In other words, somebody else could come in if Amazon decides, ah, the, you know what, I want to, we're going to ramp that up. Bye bye. Eight five five nine three five talk. Give us a call. It's free and easy. Joel, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello. I just hey, wanted Joel. some advice. Um, I bought Tesla. Uh, I don't know, a few years ago, it was really low for 190 right? And now it's up, it was trading over $1,000. Do you think I should uh, hold on to it, like, long-term, like 2045? No, I'd sell, sell it. it in a heartbeat. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I think that's it. one stock. Okay. No, I'm going to I'm gonna go on a limb. That stock's going straight into orbit. Oh, no, no it's going to the moon. Weeks ago. Going to going Mars. To uh, yeah. In what kind of an account did you buy it in? Okay, um, it was an app called Robinhood. You ever heard of Robinhood? Yes, we, we know Robinhood. We were going to get to that eventually. Yeah. How, many, how many shares did you buy? Well, at the time, I only could buy one. 
And my friend was oh. like, you should buy a thousand. Well, yeah, in hindsight. Yeah, no kidding. I should have bought a thousand Amazon in 1988 as well. So sure. I should have bought a thousand shares. I should have bought a hundred thousand shares of Hertz at 55 cents and sold exactly. it a few Just days later. Tomorrow. Hindsight, hindsight's always 2020. We look back and we go, Oh, I should have. But let me ask you another question about this invest. Is this like, how old are you, Joel? 36. And is this money that, is this just like a speculative or is this going to be part of a portfolio? I mean, is this money you take to invested? Is this money you would have taken to Vegas anyway? Well, this money was my starting point of trading because I believed in Tesla. I said, you know, I think this is going to be the future someday. Why don't I just take a chance and then just, but I don't know what to do if I should. Well, well here's the thing. We, we have no, none of us, none of us, not a single soul on this planet. And that includes, by the way, a certain Elon Musk. Pretty smart guy, but he doesn't know either. None of us know what is going to happen to Tesla in the future. It could be incredible things. They could be the car company of the future. Or something could happen. Gas prices drop to next to nothing, and You're the electric car thing is, you know, a, a, a passing phase again. We just don't know. If this is play money, play with it, enjoy it, ride it for however long you want. But at some point, you do have to take your money off the table. Tom and Don are talking real money. You've heard that about 99% of all financial advisors are not always required to act in your best interest. You've probably been pitched financial products by all manner of friends and relatives, and the investing you have done is probably a hodgepodge of ill-fitting pieces that are doing little to provide the financial security you need. If you're looking for a 100% pure fiduciary, and we'll put that in writing, low-cost, fee-only advisor who always puts you first, give Vestry a call at 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004. 3004 or visit us online at vestory vestory.com reality radio for a really great future we're talking real money yeah our, our number is 855-935-TALK oh you're still feeling bad about 935-8255 yeah yeah my, my sensitive ego was bruised oh boy. by if that's all it by takes. a negative review. Yeah, we uh-oh, have a lot of reviews. Oh, and I'm in trouble because I'm already drifting into a voice. You're not supposed to do voices. Not You're not supposed to, to say bad things about to, other people. And we're not supposed to people. banter either. Remember, no nope. bantering. No, I had a guy come in this week and tell me specifically. Banter, boys. Banter. banter. Yeah, exactly. No, so. you know we get reviews on Apple Podcasts which we're really technically not allowed to share because we're an SEC-registered firm and you're not supposed to say... It's a testimonial. People saying good things about you is bad. So we're only going to bring up the negative. So we're only going to talk about the bad stuff. (laughs) Can't get in trouble for that. Because we cannot get in trouble for the bad stuff. Uh, We have, we've been rated 111 times compared to Dave Ramsey's 21,000. Well, that kind of hurts right there. <laughs> Lone hurts. But we have 35 written five-star reviews out of 38 reviews. Which is really good. We have one that's a four-star. Yeah. One that's a two-star from way back when, said I was too negative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our first unveiling. one-star review. Yeah. I get the sense 
the person who wrote this may be involved in this industry in some way, but we'll see. You think, we won't see. Well, no, you know, here's we'll what. Know. I, okay, one star. One star means because there is no zero star. One star means your podcast is as horrible as a podcast can possibly be, which. Based on the reading of the review, seems unfair. But let me read it to you. You ready? Yes. The in- <laughs> here, the, the first sentence I'm sorry, is okay. This is funny. Yeah, the okay. investment information presented is generally good. Faint praise, but praise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continuing on, I would strongly recommend that Don discontinue with the childish voices. He uses when disagreeing with other people in the investment business. Uh-oh, I did it again. Just used the voice. Oh, yeah. he can get his message across by just using his own voice. So. Yeah, but people don't no, really no, like I'm your sorry, voice. I don't care. You know, I'm going to talk just like this from now on. <laughs> so we're stuck show. with this other. I'm going like, to do this. So you're going to be all passive aggressive I, now is what you're saying? Hey, hey, hey. It's called standing up for oneself. Okay. No, I'm taking the criticism to heart, and I'm just going to talk like this. Yeah, that'll last for all 15 seconds. So that's good. Uh, Okay, but so what are you going to say about these people? What? What are you going to say about? Well, uh, first of all, you got to give the number so we can hear other voices. I gave it. I gave it, but I'll give it again. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. What's your opinion? And if, by the way, if, if you if, like if, the voices, if, go leave a review that says you like them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I knew that. I knew that was coming. Um, I guess the show's about asking about individual stocks because we've had Tesla now. We've had Grubhub. Mm-hmm. Call us with your favorite stock pick, and we'll see. If oh, we can please, pick it apart. Do. please do. No, I'm please do. Please do. We. But okay. And why not Boeing? I mean, that's one it's, that went all the way down to ninety something, and now is back in the two hundreds. I think. So. Can I go anecdotal, little pa- little past anecdote? I don't think I can stop you. You probably can't. The old Don McDonald show, <laughs> the bread and butter of the old Don McDonald show, was just what we experienced today. Don, I remember. I'm well. thinking about buying yeah. X Y Z stock. What do you think? And you had that big book where you'd spin through it to try to book. find. Big books. I, I had, remember you saying, "Just a minute." I had pull up all that bookshelves filled with the Standard and Poor's analyst reports. That's right on yeah. every publicly traded stock in the United States. And wow, I was so adept at doing a really quick. Okay, there's earnings. There's this race, and I would go. Okay, turns out. I went back because I published a newsletter then called Stock Sense, where I, I think you got me into you got me into Pets dot com about nineteen ninety. I did I not. I never recommended Pets dot com, but I, I realized I went back and looked at my picks, and you know that they were almost exactly fifty fifty. There you go. Nothing more than dumb luck. We'll talk about the people that do this for a living and see if they can make dumb luck. Eight five five nine three five talk. We'll try and help you stop picking bad stocks, maybe stocks at all. 855-935-8255. and Don are talking real money. Did you know I wrote a book? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book about investing. 
Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. If you don't put in the slash free, you can't find it. The other way is if you have an iDevice, like an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac, you can go get an interactive version of the book, a special edition that I made that's actually interactive, that's got videos and motion and things going on. And that's also free. Just look for Financial Physics, F-Y-S-I-C-S, in the Apple Bookstore or Apple Books or whatever they call it now. Or go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello again. Welcome back to our very, very serious program, Talking Real Money. Already in progress. I'm Don McDonald. That is Tom Cock. You are invited to join us at 855-935-TALK. Practicing for NPR. Yeah, and you better, I want you, I'm going to hold you to that you, voice for you, at least the next you, 30, you, 40 seconds. You had, you had someone creeping around in the hallway looking in at I you. I believe they're, yeah, they still haven't figured out that I'm doing the show from my yeah. home now. Well, I, I, they, so. it, but the good news is they finally figured out you do a show. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. has, that's a that's a major change. They always wondered what you do with your Saturdays. And where, where Saturdays go? Yeah, they yeah. kind of disappeared. Now so. they now they know you're hanging out with the microphone. You gave the number right. I did, but I can do it again. Okay, eight five five nine three five talk eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. And you are always invited to come by and get answers to nagging financial questions. Try to get a real perspective. You may not like our answer, but I can tell you one thing. Our answer is going to be based on as much actual academic and scientific knowledge as we are able to get our hands on. And we've been doing this for a very long time and learned a lot of lessons. I know you don't like hearing that from parents and grandparents. Yeah, well, I've been around. Oh, oh I did it again. <laughs> I know. Don't I've been do, around I, I for a while. Last. Yeah, I, I knew it wouldn't last. last. So, I mean, so here's the thing. If you're one of those people, young people that's speculating by, you know, trying to time in and out of Hertz, as we mentioned, or trying mm -hmm. to decide if you should sell Tesla after it's gone up a thousand points, or what do you do with your Grubhub stock now that they're part of a merger with a European firm? What do you do with all that? What well, do you I, do? I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you one thing you don't do is think that if you hit it out of the park that you're going to do it again. And here's why. Because the people that do this don't hit it out of the park and do it again. So there's really a couple of types of mutual funds, right? Mm -hmm. There really are. One is where a manager is sitting there saying, I want to get into Hertz at $1.50 and get out when it hits two. Mm -hmm. Or I want to buy Boeing at 400 and ride it down to 98. Actively managing the money, moving things around, depending on what's going on in the world, depending on what's going on with that company, whatever, whatever thing. On the other side of the street are the people that say, you know, really, the right thing is to just invest widely, keep your costs low and not pay attention 
to what's going on in all those companies because it doesn't mean that much in the long haul. And the reality, again, is <laughs> this, this is really a broken record because we've only been saying this for 20-odd years. The people that just put the money in at a low cost, invest it widely globally, keep doing better than the people trying to pick those stocks. But wait a minute. Aren't the people who pick stocks supposed to do really well in a market that's tumultuous and volatile and down and bad well, and yeah. yucky and nasty? They should because one of their complaints has been, well, in a bull market, everybody makes money. You just put the money in, you don't have to worry about it. So then we had this huge sell-off uh, this spring, right? Way down. Mm-hmm. And then way up. Mm -hmm. And you're right. This should be an environment where actively managed mutual funds, those that are buying and selling things, would have done better. Nope, it didn't turn out that way. New survey out, 64% of uh, active managers underperformed the S&P 500 for the first five months of the year. By the way, the last 15 years, 9 out of 10 funds underperformed the index. And good luck finding that 10% that you would have invested in 15 years ago. So it's not just you. Oh, by the way, I love their complaint. Hey, the reason we haven't done very well is Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, and Facebook. That's been where the real increase has come this year. Okay. Yeah. Then why weren't you <laughs> in those money, stocks? Just put your money in those and write it up. I don't I don't get that, that reasoning. Um, and so... And they do it at a higher fee structure. So here's the other problem with actively managed mutual funds, particularly. But any active management strategy, it's more expensive. It's going Good to point. be more expensive. So let's just assume they do equally well as the market. They're still going to underperform because of fees. They have and to beat those fees. They have to they have to perform better than the fees. In addition, if the money's in a regular brokerage type of account, it's not in a qualified account like an IRA or Roth, you have the issue of taxes. So they're tax inefficient when they're buying and selling things. So they got to overcome the fees and the tax inefficiency both on an index fund by its very nature is fairly tax efficient. So they have these hurdles to overcome. They're not overcoming them. And then the new generation is saying, we don't need them. We'll pick our own stocks at Robinhood. Yeah, at Robinhood, which is just going to end up being such a disaster for so many people. I, I, it's going to happen again. You know it because the market in the 90s was driven by this same demographic. It was because we were in that demographic. We're pretty Believe darn close not, to we it. Were. it. We were. <laughs> I remember distinctly my friends going out and putting you know, a guy who's a bellman at the Grand Floridian, putting every penny, every penny he had to his name, about a quarter of a million dollars saved, and put it all into AOL. AOL. Remember AOL? And how did that? I, I remember that sound. I was waiting I, for you to make it. He, he, you've got mail. No, uh, not that sound. Oh. The, the sound of the squealing connection. <laughs> yeah, that weird. That, uh, not very good. And I don't know how he did, but I know that if he didn't get right out when it was hot, it didn't work out. That it didn't work out for anybody, including Time Warner. Very poorly. Who bought them at the yeah. high and rode them right straight into oblivion. Is yeah. there still so, an AOL? I mean, 
Yeah, AOL still mm-hmm. exists. See, well, I don't know. It, 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 it does. A, Look, wait, no, wait. Yeah, there it is. Okay, it's kind of like. Does Yahoo still exist? Yeah, sort of. It's hanging out there somewhere. Yahoo. There. But you don't. We don't recommend individual stocks for that exact reason. We don't recommend active management of your money either by yourself or by a fund manager. And we, again, as Jason Swag referred to earlier, the people that try to do this like it is a casino, move the pieces around, end up with less than those who invest for the long haul and don't move things around. The problem, though, Tom, is that every, not everybody, I'm painting with a very broad brush, lots and lots of people, lots and lots, want this to be more complicated, more exciting. They want the thrill of the hunt. They, they, it's, it's not just, I want to make more money so I can have a more comfortable future. It's, it's, I, I need to play the game. And that really worries me because it's a game that those who play it rarely, rarely, rarely win. Well, again, I really do like the casino analogy. In the casino, the house wins most of the time. In stocks, if you invest for the long haul and you leave the money there, you win most of the time. And all you have to do. I think that's fair. All you have to do to, to, to believe what we're saying. This is the easiest thing in the world to do. Go online and search for a stock U.S. stock market chart since 1926. And look at the chart. All you have to do is look at it. I don't care where you came in along the way. If you got in and you hung in there, you always made money. Give us a call anytime at 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you want to find out why you're probably not a great investor, probably has something to do with having a broker. And we would like to show you why you need to bypass bad brokers and find a full-time fiduciary at a free online class. We had a lot of people show up for the last one. A lot of people asked for us to do another one because they couldn't make it. So we're doing another one July 1st, 8 a.m. You can sign up. It's free. It's totally free. It's online, so it's safe. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, 
similar talking or money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.